It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast comes in association with Nutmeg, the Scottish football periodical. The subscription-only quarterly publication is filled with top-quality writers, great articles and fascinating stories about the beautiful game in Scotland. Get your subscription at www.nutmegmagazine.co.uk. this week's show, I don't know why, it's like going back to when we only had one show a week, it was like last time that was, was like 2013. Oh, yes, and on tonight's show, we're going to be discussing the 12 best centre midfielders in Scottish football right now, or probably just the Scottish Premiership, because we're doing the Patreons in the lower leagues, where it's the best lower league players, because we could include them, but we don't know enough about them, and we never a, do. <laughs> a fair assumption. With, with the exception of Stephen Dovey, it's like he's routinely <laughs> made the list and nobody else really for the past few years. I think we started off with Scottish football because we were paying more attention to the championship because Hearts, Hibs and Rangers were in it. Also a fair assumption, but always at the same time as you can make that you can, uh, you could make the argument that there was better quality in those divisions. There was play, there was teams with bigger budgets. We effectively done a sports scene and shed some light on uh, the championship for a few seasons because these big teams were in there yeah. and then forgot about them. Yeah. Until they got a new channel. But we, we're allowed to admit <laughs> And plus, we're on a show that gives loads of, you know, traction to the... the lower leagues. We don't pretend we don't know anything we don't know. Yes. That's right. Did I say that right? I don't know. I think you did. So, right, we flirted with the idea of breaking this down a little bit more. I know that Craig Cairns was keen for this, to kind of split up the midfielders a little bit more because there's different types of centre midfielders. I just feel there's too many guys that are just like... I mean, would you, like, if you were going to make it attacking midfielders and central midfielders, would you count... Callum McGregor has, but then you Scott yeah, Arfield has. But then also you get less. Arnold of the, You get less of a debate as well, which I think is part of the. Yeah, it, yeah, kind of like was, it, it becomes like it becomes pretty obvious. It was it down. The yeah. centre midfielders are a lot of but I think it's the, the pick than the wide midfielders. Yeah, but, the, but there are centre midfielders that's very vague in terms of attacking, and like you said, with Callum McGregor, there's a fine line between attacking and defence. If you'd almost have to split it into like three, like the midfield, the Chelsea midfield. You've got the Makalele role, defensive yeah, midfield. The number eight. Number eight, and then kind of more attacking. And I was looking at the ones that would only, my list, long list, that would only qualify as number 10. So there was like three players. I was right. like, after that, I wonder how <laughs> shit we get pretty quickly. <laughs> so, right. So, we want to discuss, I liked what you did in the podcast with Gary, where you discussed the guys who were left off. Yeah. First of all, I'm going to put a disclaimer in. I've, um, I've got my 12, made no notes, and. <laughs> 
the it's been a stressful, busy week, Duncan. The looking at Craig's list, I'm looking at my list. Oh, there's some differences in there. <laughs> <laughs> Good, that's some debate. Uh, in that case, well, shall we leave off some of the guys we've left off, or will we get to uh, we'll do it as we go? Uh, no, I, there, I think there's some names we can. For example, I'll chuck a few names that that I think I'm not I've, are not on there at yeah. all. Scott Pittman. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, he's not on my list. He's not on my list. And he's had a very good season. He has very. He would be the one of those three Levy midfielders that started the season. Jacobs, Byrne, and Pittman. He's the one who's I think has been most consistent over the season. I think, um, I think actually maybe Jacobs has been the most consistent, but I think Pittman can do more. Do more, okay? Because he can, he can influence the game a bit more in an attacking sense than Jacobs can. Understandably, I put Steve Lawson on my long list. Oh, of course, mm-hmm. I forgot about Lawson. He would have made it anyway. But, but yeah, he's, he's only really had a, not even half a season performing well in yeah. the midfield role. But it looks like he could go on to. He could be the business. Yeah. He could, maybe he could be on the list next season, depending on where he is. We can do it as a like DJ voice next year, like oh, a new entry. Number <laughs> <eight>. <laughs> well, that's that's good. I, I did actually look at last year's list because there was one particular player who I wanted to. I felt it would be having seen what his position he was last year. I thought it'd be far. Uh, I had him a lot higher, and I was like, he's not dropped off that much. Arnold Jim, not him. I don't have Jim either. No, he was oh, he was on my list, long he, list, but didn't. He it. would have been maybe number thirteen for me. Uh, he just missed out. It's a strange one because he's been Hearts, arguably Hearts' best player since December. Maybe, maybe. I don't. It's not even, he's not been a huge standout. No, exactly. Time, yeah, yeah. It? But that's uh, but, uh, saying that he's been Hearts' best player since December is not. It's kind of it's yeah. It's not saying a lot. It's also maybe indicative of Hearts' yeah. form as well. Another is another I wanted to mention is Stefano Mionga again. Short spell he's had here, yeah. but again the signs look promising that if he was here longer, he would have been on. No, the list. he doesn't uh, make my list. He made mine. Oh, nah. stunned. <laughs> Stephen Mallon doesn't make my list. Oh no, he doesn't make my list. Either. He made yours. He's made my list. Yeah. Fucking hell, right? We're gonna get to that. Uh, it's like, uh, quite high other, as well. There was other. There was other people who didn't make the list just through injury more than so. Graham Dorans. Yeah, 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 he wouldn't have made it anyway, he's not that good. Uh, and Beaton as well. He's he's, not again, not that good. <laughs> and then I didn't put Malumbu in just because he's not played enough, in my opinion. Yes, he that's the same it, he, he Same of mine. Right. Also, Gary Dicker, uh, Kamara, arguably Kamara's best player of the season. Uh, the yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> no, he's not Kamara's come come best player of the season. There's <laughs> one standard for that. I have, uh, yeah, I've not got him either. Uh, again, on the long list. Uh, to, go, to go back to... <laughs> To go back to Stephen Mallon, he didn't even make my long list of 18. <laughs> you no, you're didn't, not a big fan of him, though. No, he's very he, good. He didn't make mine either, he didn't make my long list. That's fine, that's fine. Despite the fact that I think he's like second in the league in assists. Yep, yeah, that's it, is. scores goals. I suppose, I, we can get into yeah. the bottom line debate when it comes to him. Yeah. Uh, well, I just throw out one I don't have on this list. Go for, go for it. it. Scott Brown. Number one last year doesn't mean you're top two. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Is number one. So I think he's. I think he's finally, finally. We can say he's, he's done. <laughs> I still think it's wild that he would not. Even if you're saying that theoretically, there's going to be, he would not make the, a top six team in terms of centre half pair, uh, centre midfield pairings. Um, because when he's at Celtic, everything. First of all, at Celtic this season, his influence on the game is waned. He doesn't touch the ball as much. He doesn't control everything as he did a couple of seasons ago. And when games get stretched now, Scott Brown is pretty much useless. He's, he doesn't have the physical attributes anymore to keep up with other players. He's lost a step. And he's now kind of like a pantomime villain. And that's really what he does. And I think if you put him around a lot of I, other teams, I, I, think I, think I, I would imagine that he is both in Joel Eyes things. So we should probably. Well, we can talk about him now, but if you want. But. Well, you could get to the good points and yeah. why he's on the list, but that's why I, I kept him off. I thought if I put Scott Brown on any, and I thought if I put these other guys in Celtic's midfield, I think they'd do a better job than Brown has this season. He's not had a good season at all, and with his age, it's like better. With his age, you have to just think, you have to come to that conclusion. He's had I just think he's like as, as a former number one slipping down the chart. I think Bennett was number one last year, and he completely fell out of the top 12. Yeah, that's, that's also because he lotly mangled his knee. I think you're, you're harsh. Yeah, hamstring injury. I think you're harsh on Brown in saying that he's not had a good season at all. I think yeah. there's there's been a period where he's been pretty good. Yeah. When? When Beaton came back in the team. And already he's played alongside. Um, it's because he's played with St. Peter. His goal, goal scoring streak. Yeah, yeah, that goal oh, scoring streak. Oh, I did have that week's streak. Yeah, yeah, that one month, not, not good enough. <laughs> tough critic, tough critic. 
Right, let's get to the number 12. Okay, I'm going to go off the bat because you're going to go uh, mentally with me. Because I've got number 12 as like uh, two players <laughs> from the one team. But I'll explain it. So what, 12, Tom Rogic slash Olivia and Cham. <laughs> That's just a cheat. Right, that is a cheat. You know. Okay, so right, forget and Cham. I'll go number 12, Tom Rogic. Okay. Okay, I've got both of them higher. Yeah, I have one significantly higher and one... <laughs> one significantly higher and one kind of midway. Okay, well, and Cham can get bombed. Again, you talk about Brown is not had a good season. And what's the Cham done? After, as soon as Dembele left... Well, Cham's not had a good season, but the reason he's on my list and Brown isn't is because Cham's still it, got the rest of his career. Ta- yeah, that's thing I, I need to say is that both Rogic and Cham undoubtedly, undoubtedly talented players and should be top three in this list but should be not, top three however Rogic has played less than 35% of the minutes for Celtic this season in the league and Cham around 40% of the minutes uh, in the league this season so Rogic sneaks in there for what he's done however I've always been sceptical of Rogic and because he always gets taken off after 60 minutes he never has long periods of seasons where he dominates games Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's about time Rogic steps up. And well, there's a reason why he's still at Celtic. Yeah, there is a reason, but there also there's a reason why he needs to still step up at Celtic and be that number ten who's in there week in week out. If he's Ryan Christie's ahead of him just now, I I think this season big question marks over Tom Rogic. He's stuck into my list simply because of his past. Yeah, uh, I've got. I'll well, get to the good points yeah. of Tom Rogic later on. I'm sure. Uh, Doug Grish, your number twelve. Glenn Kamara. I've got him as well, but a little bit higher. So he's my 11. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think he has not, and this is a, a difficulty, is that the ones near the top of my list are, uh, are have shone brightly, but not for particularly long. I think and that's, not my number 11 is Omionga in that regard. Is it? <laughs> uh, it's Omionga in that regard as well. It's, it's two players that, have, that since January have really kicked on. But uh, obviously, Omiongo wasn't here in the country before that, mm-hmm. and uh, Glenn Kamara may as well not have been because uh, his performances for Dundee was were lackluster. Would be uh, can you give a toss? Yeah, yeah shite. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but we've already seen what he's capable of in the few games that he has played for Rangers. And I, think, I think next season you could see him potentially dominate the league. Potentially, I wouldn't go as far as saying dominate league. I don't think he's quite got the the capabilities to do that in terms of dominant league when you put him in the realm of ferociousness yeah the realm of a competitor again because you you feed back to what is the way down tools against Dundee I don't think a player who can dominate who's going to dominate a league does that does that he gets into gets into 11 mainly because of last season as Dundee performances were embarrassing and then he went to Rangers just to show you how embarrassing they were and it just clicked yeah. and it was superb and he's been had rave reviews by Rangers fans teammates Gerard. so quality wise he deserves to be on the pitch mentality again mentality question, question, yeah. has to be has to be questions my number 12 is Lewis Ferguson of Aberdeen oh my he is much higher than mine oh. he is higher oh. okay well I don't want to slag him off I thought it was nice putting him in at 12 <laughs> he's a good player he's, uh, he comes up in the big moments he's a very hard working centre midfielder he's maybe he could do a little bit more in terms of creativity but he's, a, he's still mm. a teenager I'm sure mm. that'll come I think he's he's been the point I was going to make is that he's helped Graham Shinney have such a good season so Shinney's higher yeah. higher than him uh, very to my list oh. but he's helped Shinney have such a good season because He's done a lot of the defensive, so he's often been the deeper midfielder. So I understand why he would like. To see, I think he's got the capability to be more of a creator. He saw some. Uh, he saw this kind of special talents he has with the mm-hmm. goal against Burnley. Comes up with like said big moments. However, he's still teenager and he's so mature in yes, his performances, yeah. and that's why uh, that's he's number eight for me. That's why he's a bit higher for me. Is he's, that he's, McInnes has put the trust in him to do he's that. He's even higher in mind, and that's because I think he. His ceiling is is very high, and so that, that's primarily where I've judged some of my players as well. You need to talk louder. You're being too I'm, quiet. Why are you being so quiet? You're always so fucking loud. <laughs> should we? I know. Sorry. Sorry. 
Can I've we swap? Working, working on trying uh, not to interrupt you as well and all that sort of thing. Should we swap yes. seats? No, it's fine. Yeah, I, I will just speak louder. Should Should we go back to doing the uh, the minute Yeah. You want to? Why? What? Is that because you keep giving spoilers? No, no, just that's how you usually do it. Yeah, well, I was just working on it. Go, 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 go uh, that's fine. So you said you're number eleven, didn't you? Glenn, Glenn Kamara. So we talked about him. Number eleven, Stefan Omionga. Right, you want a wax lyrical about your boy? He's just great. He's <laughs> what, what, what more like, do you want? Like you don't yeah, like, just, like, just fanboy. Uh, you could tell even in, he only lasted forty-five minutes in his debut against Motherwell, but you could tell there that there was a. Uh, you know, he picked up yellow card and stuff. That's why he got hooked. But you could tell there was an app, there was a player there already. Just the way his touches and anticipation, his vision as well, uh, and a, and he's gone on since the the unpleasantness has left the uh, <laughs> le- left the unpleasantness you know, uh, has left. Uh, so I don't think you can really blame the unpleasantness for no, no, not no. looking like much. Was, no, no, it was one game. Yeah, it was, he just yeah, thrown it was, right but, in. Yeah. Uh, but I just, I just think he's a class act, and I like uh, he, the 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 ball. You could just see the quality he brings. I don't think he'll be here next season, sadly. But even like the ball that he plays for uh, Mark Minnelli, Mark St. Johnson, it's just uh, he, he's just a a class above. And you, yeah, I, I'm not going to say much more because viewers can tune into a view from the terrace tomorrow night at 11 yes. p.m. on the BBC Scotland channel. I might be talking about Stefano Mionga. Oh, nice. <laughs> He's not most. <laughs> My number 11 is Yusuf Malumbu. I think that just... I know he's not played much this season, but we saw how brilliant he was last mm-hmm. year. I think last season we had him how high? Top three, definitely. He was, I think, maybe four or five. Four or five, four or five yeah. Four or five. So he's dropped off a wee bit, but I don't think he's... Just because Brendan Rodgers weirdly didn't want to play him, I don't think he should deserve to drop out the, the top 12 altogether. And I think it's shown since he's fully got back up to speed again at Kelly, Kelly's ah, results yeah. have yeah, yeah. improved immeasurably. That's, once more. That's fair, that's fair enough. He's on my long list. I, the reason they left him out was simply because... Not enough games. From, I don't, yeah. Then again, I put Kamara in. So it's, one it's, ga- it's, but one game at Celtic. Like it's, yeah. uh, it's, a, it's a fine balancing act. And I, essentially, he's a better player than Kamara, so he potentially should be in there. Yeah, it's kind of, with the exception of maybe he'd have a bit more dynamism about him, but apart from that, he's maybe the perfect number eight, because he works really well defensively because of his size, and he's quite a creative player as well. So and he can dictate a game, and he can bully opponents, and he can occasionally score goals. That's maybe another thing, you maybe want more goals from him. Yeah, that's. I think that's the, the, the difference from that spell where Greg Stewart came in and was so good. That they had someone, Greg Stewart could do a bit more in the final third. Kind of propelled them out a yeah. bit more of the league. Number 10. I've got Scott Arfield. Okay. Uh, I've got, got a wee bit higher. Yeah, I've got higher as well. Obviously, you guys watch far more uh, games than, that, than I do. Um, but just from what I've seen and what... like, I, I just don't see him uh, contributing as much as I would like a player of Scott Arfield's of, of pedigree to do. He scored four uh, goals in the last two games, right? Oh, right. Well, here we go. <laughs> Scoreboard journalism, eh? Like, it's like, here we go. Like, recency bias, all these things coming in. I think Duncan, he scored play. 10 in the league altogether. And? Stevie <laughs> Mallon scored loads. <laughs> I mean, he's higher up on mine. <laughs> no, I... Should I argue now? Or I'll, I'll wait till wait till yeah, I got yeah, higher okay, up and yeah. put my. Put my okay, well, also, I think that basing it a little bit on Rangers fans to see him week in week out and are not, uh, not satisfied by his output. I think would be a fair assessment. But then, yeah, Rangers, yeah, Rangers think, fans generally, I think there's a feeling that he's he's he not he's not quite up. number ten that they're looking for, but he's a very good player and that he's maybe missing when the when he's not playing. Um, yeah. He's kind of a key player in that sense, and you can hear me talk about. Scott Arfield more uh, by tuning to BBC <laughs> Scotland Channel on Friday at 11pm. That sounds like a really good, terrific show. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> Both sentiment filters, so we should have thought about that. I know. Right, uh, number... So, yours number 10? Okay. My number 10 is Scott Brown. Ah, right. So, it wasn't, even, it wasn't that far away. No. Uh, I've been doing a wee bit of rejecting. <laughs> <laughs> I had him as number 2, now nah, I'm joking. Nah, he was, uh, he was around... I think it was in the, uh, certainly the lower half of my my selection. Uh, just looking at number ten is that he was number one last season. I just don't. I don't think he's had the drop off like Christoph Beres had to make him plummet out the out the top twelve. Still think there's been flash uh, flashes there. You, you look at 
Rodgers was still kind of keen on him. Lennon's came in and still wants to build his team. He's still influential, mm. uh, his personality, but his personality only up so far in the football field. I agree that I think he's on the wane and he is edging towards the uh, the, the finish line. Relevance, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, will he ever be irrelevant just because no, of his isn't. character? He's. The reason, like, well, his influence the reason, is waning. I yeah, think that's yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, but the reason I put, I put him up a, a bit more was he has been impressed. You've seen a bit of like Scott Brown of old when Nier Betong did come in or Callum McGregor sat deeper alongside mm-hmm. him. He was able to get, get forward and uh, and score. And again, uh, I believe someone put them as the uh, star man in the SPFL team of the week recently. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> man number 10 is Alan Power from Kilmarnock. Oh, I've got my fucking lot higher than that. <laughs> I think I'm judging. I'm probably judging power harshly because I'm. So is that your United performance? <laughs> because while I realise he's a very good player uh, and his consistency is off the charts, and he's somebody who just you have to you have to respect. Because he gets the absolute most out of the ability he has, without question. He, he completely taps into what's there, uh, mm. because he doesn't have you know great technique or great anything really, but he, he plays well every week, he makes the right choices, he intercepts well, he, he works hard, he, he can do a job at right midfield, even when they played him there last season. But he's not a player I enjoy watching, and there's a lot of these guys on the list I do. Yeah, that's fair enough. He's he's my number nine. So, <laughs> <laughs> at least at least Craig Cansom will like my answer. <laughs> Looking forward to your answer. Right, we're also number ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, number so, nine. N- number nine, Alan Power. Right, uh, my number nine is Glenn Kamara. Uh, just to briefly, I uh, yeah, just I've got my high as high as this because I loved watch. I love watching yeah. Glenn Kamara mm-hmm. play football. I loved him last season and just these like what. Seven or eight games for Rangers is just enough to convince me that yeah, he is a good player and he just couldn't give a shit playing for Jim McIntyre. And who can blame him? He is a player who is a midfield that I really like in the mould. Shinny does it a wee bit, but it's more kind of John McGinn or Myunga. He gets the ball and he just drives with yeah. it. He drives with it. He's got such good close control, good dribbling skills, and it's such a key asset to have in the midfield when you've got someone who can transition and play from A to B really quickly and directly. I think I touched on it earlier. The only thing really missing from his game is he does need a bit of nastiness. I think he needs, he's more of he's a, a bit, competitive. He needs to be a bit, yeah, he's not. He's not powder puff, but he does he's, play he's like, he's, like he plays like he's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, but also that does not bode well. Yeah, you're not playing now. You're, you're, you're not playing now. Play like yeah. <laughs> Feeding into that killer instinct in the final third because he gets it if he can get into the final third, but I don't think he's. Um, he just seems to have. He just seems to want to pass responsibility when he's there. Everybody else, number nine? Number nine, who's yours? Oh, Alan Power. Oh, of course. Yeah. Stevie Mallon. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's have it. He's not on yours, is he? No. He doesn't, right. I, I kind of get it because he's got, his bottom line reads well. Yes. Uh, goals he can't, he cannot, he cannot. Can I discount some of them because four of those goals were against a Federal East team? So yeah, for, for Europe, Europe League qualifying, but uh, that's fine. Premiership, he, he scored seven goals. And as many as many yeah, so assists are depending what the really take it from are very. It varies. It varies. I understand. To me, Stevie Mallon is a slightly better version of Ollie Lee. The silence is good. (laughs) Um, I can see he's very good at set pieces. He's better than Lee at shooting. That's that's different. and it depends on what you want. Ollie Lee takes the ball and does bad things with it. Stephen Mallon just disappears from view. So it depends on which of those two you prefer when they're not shooting or crossing. Yeah, if if, like that's the, that's the problem. Is that Stephen Mallon is incapable of taking a game that's going badly and turning it around. Yeah, he, he will. Like it's not. It's, it's he, look, he, he looks. He, good. he, he will look, go missing. He will go missing. He so. I don't know. He, he looks okay. I agree with that. That he looks better. In a better team where people around them are doing the graft mm-hmm. and chipping in. However, you, you go back to against recency bias. You go back to Derby on Saturday. Hibs were getting pounded, and then Hart, um, Heckenbottom made the the change, put Mallon to the deeper midfield role, and 
he dug in and he was, I think he was crucial in helping turning the game around. It was his pass. Sorry, I, th- I think just... he has played a lot better since Hickabottom came in, but that is still yeah, only yeah. Is that the, the derby in which Hibs won 2-1? That was oh, the derby that Hibs won 2-1, Duncan. Just checking. I was away this weekend, just wanted to make sure. Comes on here and he talks quietly. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I actually, I've not really thought about that Ollie Lee point, but again, so Ollie Lee had good you moments. You really liked it, didn't you? Oh yeah, it was good. That's why there was such a long silence. Like, oh, fuck, how did I come back from it? Ollie Lee has had a really good start to the season. Been murder since. Mm-hmm. Whereas Malin still contributed. Okay, maybe t- again fans are wanting him more, especially when he's he's came in big reputation on the back of the that three that left. Yeah, but, but I mean, he paid money for him, and to be fair, like the. Managers, both managers, must be seen some in the sense that he does play almost all, every minute. Right? Yeah, yeah, play all is almost an automatic. And start. you can't discount that threat of someone who's capable of scoring, scoring one from thirty yards, or delivering a, cr- a cracking corner kick or a free kick. These are big parts of football. Yeah, yeah. I Set know. pieces are massive know, in terms of football. But <laughs> the, and the, you do make a compelling case. Not sure it was but. compelling, but that's the case. That's why my number eight is Ollie Lee. He didn't. I was looking. He did not make my long list. No, he didn't. It didn't. I was like, okay, Harry Jim. Nope, not him. <laughs> Ryan Edwards would be higher down. <laughs> that's a good point, though, because uh, I, I still am happier when Lee is in the team for a big game. Like oh, I was, so I, was, I, was I was pleased that he started against Hibs, even though he's not played well in months, because he can. Basically, because he set pieces, basically. Mm-hmm. And he did. He delivered a lot of assists. And he actually wasn't that bad. He almost scored as well. Yeah. It's probably one of his better. Almost even though I gave him a six, it's probably one of his better performances recently. Yeah. Eight. Yes. I've gone for Olivier and Cham. I've got Tom Rogic. Olivier and Cham is a player in this entire list that I really disliked the most putting him where he was. But mm-hmm. I just kind of think he is, he is good. He's just. He's struggling to get the Celtic team right now because there's better players ahead of him. We'll get to them. Yeah, um, I'm still undecided on. Yeah, there's some games. I think he doesn't. I don't know whether he doesn't take Scottish football that seriously or just like this as a player. Uh, but I, I do think he performs a lot better in the bigger games in Scottish football than he does because you see yeah. him. I think I mean this point this time last year. You see him yeah, dominate the old firm game and then I think the very much next match will play Muddle and he was completely anonymous and that's just kind of sums up in champ and he was he done it earlier in the season as well when they played Rangers at Ibox and 1-1-0 he scored again was it at ra- Celtic Park? yeah again completely ran the game but but the next but then, game doesn't, yeah, yeah. doesn't no that's again that was he um, I, I'm sure, the tough, I think the turning point for me was when Musa Dembele left and he just seemed to his mates left. Yeah, just went in the half. Not interesting. This, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what. Still not sure what type of midfielder is he. Is he? He's is, he a, is he a six and eight or a, or a ten? Because he's played in all of them. And again, similar accusations to Rogic. Like get in there and hold your own and dominate. You've got the talent talent to just piss up this league. Yeah, I don't yeah. like. I, don't, I actually don't like him being in my list anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is the problem. You type them out, then someone makes makes a point, and you're like. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah Rogic is eight on mine for for his just unbelievable talent. But again, he needs he needs to have a proper for him to be much higher. He needs to start doing it consistently, lasting the ninety and and properly dominating games that, that otherwise like not only just for him but and for Celtic it'd be useful. But like you know for his entire career, like I just don't see yeah because he has like, a chance to play at yeah, very but, high level. But he is he is essentially turning into a, a show highlight reel. Is it show pony? Yeah, show, show pony. <laughs> Yo, yeah, one one of those like you like his his a yeah, is, yeah is is pretty impressive. But at the same time as. People people don't love him for it. I feel what I mean. He's he's, he's a player who it's one of these players. Who you think Celtic Stevie Mallon? <laughs> I think that's a bit harsh. <laughs> he's one of those players that you think could potentially do with a bit of a new lease of life elsewhere. He's yeah. been in Celtic for a long time, and again, it's almost like he's yeah stagnated. But if he goes, but like if he goes, but he can't go to England because that if he goes to what top end the championship. Just being alive. Yeah, like, I, 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 like, don't, was... I don't know where his position is in yeah. European football. It's not surely number ten, you know. Oh no, so it's not. Not. I don't mean in terms of no. Play, on the pitch, mean, uh, in terms uh, of, of like where where French football maybe. I don't know. Which, no, which, 
I can see him doing well French football. I don't know if French football. The big yeah. French football expert there. Yeah. Yeah. I get, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, bless you. Number eight. Mine is Lewis Ferguson. Spoke about him. Okay. So number sevens. Graham Shinney. Graham Shinney. Derby County's Graham Shinney, I should have said. <laughs> it looks like it. Shinney's a bit higher than mine. <laughs> <laughs> number seven, I've got Scott Arfield. Okay. okay. Uh, we're talking but about Arfield first. Yours is... Shinney. Yeah. No, I'll talk about, you talk about Shinney first, and we'll go talk about Arfield next. Yeah, Shinney just... I think you've seen him doing it a lot this season. Uh, just really... He doesn't... He can't dictate games with his passing. But he can he can actually seem to dictate games with his running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By running very hard through the midfield with the football or after other players getting it back and then running far up the other end of the park. He's got incredible drive on them. Uh, I think a couple of times this season he's been twice this season at Tynecastle he's been one of the best players in the park and Aberdeen lost both games. So he doesn't necessarily even have to be in a good team mm-hmm. for him to thrive. Su- superb again, this might affect why why I've positioned him um because he's slightly higher but I feel a bit higher, is that the way he dominated that game at Tynecastle recently and even though Aberdeen were fucking hopeless in the second half he was still the only one that tried to do something Duncan your thoughts on Mr Shinny just uh, just a player that you want in your team I think that's that's why he's been coveted by the three million pound loss a month Derby County you like you you can you've just got a, it's not just what he brings in terms of his football talent but it's, he clearly has a presence for Aberdeen, like he, like he, his ability, um, and that's why he's captain, I suppose, as well. But that driving way of playing football is also a driving personality for for the team. And uh, I mean, obviously, the less said about his performances at left back, uh, the bet the better. Yes. But, um, Don't speak of him, please. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it'll be good interesting to see him play uh, international football regularly next season. <laughs> no. <laughs> Scott Arfield. Talked about him briefly already. Anything else to add? I've I've I've, unlike, I've liked watching watching him this season. I've liked the link up play with Morelos. He has again. He's I'm trying I'm trying not to touch on what you talked about tomorrow's show, but I think he's That's, been a diff- uh, Friday at eleven on the new BBC. Scotland I think he's uh, there's been difficulties in terms of his position. He's been asked to do more than maybe his ability is capable of or his, or his skills and his attributes yeah. are in terms of that number 10 position however as a as a number 8 who's a, as a supporting striker who does uh, direct running gets beyond uh, gets one strikers and it's crucial when you're playing with one striker up like Rangers do and two wingers that you do get someone in the box Arfield does that I just think he's I think again when there was jibes about Rangers being a one man team I thought that was a bit harsh because when they miss Jack as well he kind of considered him but Arfield, especially when he's missing, they do lose a bit from it. They lose a fair bit from midfield. My number six is Arfield. My number six is Peter Haring. No, oh. you got higher as well. I take it. Yes. Yeah. Why do you hate Haring so much, Duncan? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was that was pretending. I don't know. I, mean, I was. I thought that was probably about fair. I think as well. I like him. I, I, I just like his um, ruggedness and his uh, and his good looks his and, hair his, band. and his hairband. Uh, and no, no, I think he. Uh, well, again, I'm not going to be able to tell you guys anything more than you. Uh, we'll tell the listener. <laughs> he's just a sort of all, at midfielder that you'd want anchoring your team. Like, like he's uh, his heading ability is especially uh, defensively and attacking. Yeah, is, he's is, such is, a threat in the opposing Yeah, it's, it's just. Annoying. <laughs> oh, shut up, you won the game. <laughs> Number uh, six. Yes. David Turnbull. David oh, I've got him higher. I've got him higher. He is. I probably should. In terms of. You've been you've, you've dropped him down because you got burned by him, didn't you? Yeah, no. You had him at 150 million in Bayer Index and he fucks up for a goal against Rangers. So, as, as anyone has uh, watched uh, last, last, yeah, last week's last show, week's I, I, they know, they'll know I am a, uh, a big Turnbull fan. And I get, but actually, he's probably his age and the number of games he's played probably just went against him in terms of my list. However, talent wise, potential, it's all there. I've really. I've watched him really closely for a couple of Motherwell, Motherwell games recently, and even if he didn't, it wasn't like 
if you're watching the highlights or just if you're just watching the game as a whole, he might not stand out. But when you watch him, his body movement, the way he takes the ball, how technically confident he is, and also that his maturity in terms of telling teammates what to do, mm-hmm. where to be, always wanting the ball despite the fact of being under pressure. He can again. He has that set piece their delivery. He can score from distance. I would like to see him. His goal scoring records uh, fine. He, he takes penalties. However, I'd like to see him be a bit more creative in the final third, which is because he's got a knack of playing in number ten but dropping into like a number eight position. Whereas you want well, him more in the final yeah, yeah. final third. Maybe not go go beyond. Cause I'm not sure that's his game. But he's got that to his game. But I would like to see him be a bit more penetrative when he's passing. Okay. My number five is Tom Rogic. So Explain. Very, yeah, it's quite high. Um, but I'm, I'm fine with this one, uh, unlike Champ. Uh, because he's still, he's not had a good season. Injuries have again been a problem. And I think that was one thing I thought about, maybe dropping him down the list. And what really came around to it was, I thought, if I'm starting a team tomorrow and I want to make a signing, do I want... Tom Rogic, or do I want Scott Arfield, Graham Shinney, Glenn Kamara, Alan Powell? I want Tom Rogic. Mm. He's talent for shooting mainly. <laughs> <laughs> his touch, his shooting ability, the two main things that stand out, and obviously his size as well. He's a, he's a unicorn as an SPFL footballer, uh, and it's something that I can still live with despite the fact he can only play... 60 minutes. Yeah, 60 <laughs> minutes and then 30 games a season. Yeah. I'm still happy with that. Yeah, I think that's... I think you he's, can, a destruct, you get, he's a, such a destructive force. And the fact that he always comes up big in old firm games... When was the last time he was a destructive force? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> there you go. Uh, my number five, Scott Brown. <laughs> Oof. Cause I still, well, because I, I still think he's a catalyst for yeah, ever. Of course, a former Hibs player. Yeah, he used to love Scott Brown, didn't he? Because he left us and gave us loads of money and then he winds up Hanson Rangers. Wank. <laughs> I have been, I think in the past, was, I've, I've been... Just, just to clarify, I've, uh, Duncan was called yeah. a wank, not Scott yeah. Brown. Can't get cunning. Because I still think he's a catalyst for a lot of what Celtic do. I think he is, like, I think you remove him from... The Celtic midfield, and I don't think they are quite. Like, I still they got better earlier in the season when Callum McGregor came in and played defensive midfield. They, they immediately got better. So I think you move the Celtic midfield, and it's great. <laughs> no, but I can't... sexy, attractive football with Callum McGregor at number six. It's not nasty enough. I don't think that Celtic midfield for for when it, for when push comes to shove. I don't believe. Like, I don't think. I don't think. You, I don't. I'm not a subscriber to this. You need in the Tony Adams theory. You need to have. You need to have six players that you can win a fight uh, to be a successful team. I don't buy that. Otherwise, uh, Hamilton would win in the year. Exactly. Win in the year. <laughs> win in the year, win in the league, win But that Celtic midfield is a, not lightweight, but not very fighty. See, here's, I a, don't... here's the problem that I think you need somebody who's a bit nastier when you're playing against a better, a better side. Yeah. But as I mentioned earlier, when Scott Brown plays against a better side now, the pace of the game is too much yeah. for him. Yeah. So, and I think they're better with McGregor there against crapper teams because he, he's more talented. I don't, I don't think I, <laughs> I think Brown is a hindrance in Europe but there's a place from the Scottish Premiership yeah. because he is he's got a personality when you go especially in away games at Tynecastle where he will get in about his own teammates yeah. and almost like set standards not not necessarily in terms of standards of uh, the pitch that's like mm-hmm. someone like Callum McGregor yeah. do that, but just set standards in terms of what they have to do in terms of effort, work rate, and um, and, mentality. And also there's an element of what he does to opposition uh, players and fans. Like, he's a a distractor. Like, if you know what I mean? uh, Yeah, his force of personality uh, puts otherwise good players off their game as well. I'm going to make a prediction. That you'll not... No, Ibrox, uh, my Rangers fan, will run on the pitch and try and attack him. Again? Sorry, no, the Rangers, did I say Rangers player? No, no, Rangers fan. Yeah, Alan before. Was it? Yeah, in the 5-1 game last season. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. They got that apprehended pretty quickly, didn't they? Was it last season or the season before? Can't remember. Anyway. Uh, Jules, number five. five. My number five is... Peter Haring. Ah. Peter Haring. Uh, I've maybe been... Have I been slightly harsh on the Hearts midfielder? But... 
I like him. I, really, I like him. I love him. They're just watching him uh, midfield, especially before his injury. How good he was. Fowler is now making adjustments in real time. <laughs> did you see what he did? Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'll start again. The what he did in midfield. So bring it back. He he arrived as a defender. Been, mm-hmm. was at his debut at, in Cove when he started his started in the back three, and then he played in the back three. Who played Rafe Rovers, and then he was moved. I in, was there. <laughs> he was moved forward in that game. In that game, and then he started in midfield against Cowden Beef. He just he, all he did was get the ball and try and do a crossfield pass, and they just kept them going at the pitch. So we were just turning around to each other, I was like no wonder this boy's from the Austrian second division. It was rubbish. And then all of a sudden, you get to Hamilton the first game of the season. He scores twice, and it, it just, it just the momentum starts growing. He wins. He just seemed to. He just reads the game so well. He wins second balls. He intercepts. He intercepts the game. He gets up on play really well. He reads the game really well. He scores goals, and he's actually played quite a few um, deep passes into the final third that have that have really troubled opposition defenses. I'm waxing lyrical here. It's like, why the fuck have I got him uh, in in not in the top five. No, you got five. Sorry, top five. four. So uh, I've only got him as uh, fifth place. Uh, he should be the 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 player hearts builder team around in the middle going yes. forward. Uh, yeah. Number four. David Turnbull. I've got David Turnbull at number four as well. Having recently made a, <laughs> <laughs> recently made a change. Uh, yeah, to, to go into anything Joel said earlier, yeah, I think I've mentioned this a lot of times, but I don't think Mother would have been able to pivot to sexy football without David Turnbull on the side. He is really the fulcrum of everything good they're doing now in terms of being an, an attack, attractive attacking football team. He, I mean, you think about how good they are with the fact that they've got a centre forward who can't score. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even Aribe is a good player, but. They're like France at 98, 98 World Cup. Yes. <laughs> Stefan Giva. Uh, or France at the last World Cup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, Ribé, he's a good player as well, but he kind of maybe sometimes flashed to deceive a bit and his final ball can let him down. It's really Turnbull making everything work, uh, bringing, other, like say, bringing everybody into play, creating in the final third, scoring goals himself, especially when he's helped out by Hearts goalkeepers, literally throwing it in the back of the net. Uh, but yeah, just a outstanding young talent. Hopefully nothing bad happens and he eventually goes on to play for him. I'm really, really good. Just uh, touching on, I'm glad he's signed a new deal with Motherwell. Yes, just a wee to, bit more first team exposure. Yeah, yeah just, to keep, just to keep on having first team games. Right, number yeah. three. Oh, Joel's oh, number Joel, four. Joel's number four, sorry. Graham Shinney. Right, oh, I had a hurry. What the fuck? <laughs> Longevity. Okay, <laughs> no, there was longevity. Again, this is a midfielder who... The, the two, the, the him and the next player are midfielders who are above Hearts in the league, and I think have performed arguably on par Ste- with Harry. Stefan Omeonga. <laughs> yes, but all these other players managed by Craig Levine. Yeah. Do they have to contend with that? <laughs> no, that's true. Like <laughs> maybe Craig Levine's been uh, Haring's one of the few players that Craig Levine's uh, been boosted, boosted yeah. by Craig Levine. <laughs> <laughs> no, Graham Shinney is. He just, he's the, just good, he, doesn't he? <laughs> just, I th- he's just the identical Scottish midfielder. Yeah, he's just hustle bustle. And I love the fact he's been booked something ridiculous like seventy times in his career. I really, and never been sent off. I really enjoy his ability of getting booked in the first five ten minutes for a ridiculous challenge, and then screaming the referee's face as if to explain why he's been booked for a ridiculous challenge. But he's, like you said. He's not. It's not like a fantastic pass of the ball, but he just seems. He just like brings anarchy yeah. because of his the way he the way he's, he's so direct. When he's out the pitch, you just you think Aberdeen lose a bit of their identity. He's been he's been really consistent, and the fact that McInnes has been so reluctant to play uh, to play at left back, where he was arguably one of the best left backs in the country at one point, says a lot. Right, number three, number three. Lewis Ferguson. Oh, this is quite wow! Hard. Wow! I don't. Well, that's, that's going to take the heat of mind. Like <laughs> <laughs> back, back to what we were talking about earlier. I think it, I just think the ceiling on him is is really high. Yeah, it's really I don't high. Know, he's not there yet, though. His no, ceiling probably is first. But again, it goes back to the thing. If you were, like, if you, I, yeah, okay. Now sitting that, it seems like a like your proposition of if I'm starting a new club and I get offered a midfielder and it's been him, it's Tom Robbins, it's probably not going to be him. But 
he I think he's he could be almost like your franchise player type thing. You could that you could build the team. I would love to have Lewis Ferguson on my team. But I'd rather have 11 more midfielders than him. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going I'm to I'm back it up here in terms of the, the fact that we've... The, 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 germ, the germ of what we've seen so far with him is, could be brilliant. Like, again, using the words could be for a list that's present. I, I, think, he's, he's, I think he's already very he is, good. He is already and, very good. He's on my list. <laughs> yeah. And the fact is, he can't really discount the fact that he's still same age as Turnbull and he's arguably done more than yeah. Turnbull. Uh, no, because I don't think he's had to put a team on his back like Turnbull has. No, he's just put his team into final of a cup and stuff. He's, like he's, that. he's, he's not put them on his back though. I was being facetious. But he's but he's provided bigger moments than Turnbull has. I'm not Turnbull's. I think Turnbull Turnbull's yeah, higher but, because but, he's but, a but, very, but, he's but, a much more talented footballer. They're a different team, but Ferguson... Two of the moments and situations that Turnbull hasn't had the chance to... Turnbull's not yeah. played in a semi-final or... But again, the, scored, against Burnley. Yeah. Again, Turnbull, the fact scored, that, Turnbull scored big goals, but just in kind of... Inconsequ- not in consequential games, but important games. But the fact Motherwell, is, McInnes has trusted him to be in that position in which, those big games. Which is incredible for McInnes to trust anyone under the age of 25. So. Yeah, that's true. Although he's playing McLennan as well. I think and Dean Campbell. This season. No, but I think yeah. all the slagging that McInnes got, people just didn't appreciate that that core of Aberdeen young players wasn't very good. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, guys, there's a reason why we can't play these guys, and I can't say it publicly. The only like, one that was good was Lauren Shanklin, yeah. and he was literally a fat man before. <laughs> right, uh, my number three... Oh, wait, who's your number three? Alan Power. <laughs> this is this is the biggest fall for Grace I'm talking about myself from the start of last season when I wrote him off as one of the worst players I've ever seen in that game against Air United this season we were talking about him Elon, only a few weeks ago a couple of months ago about potentially deserving of a place in the player of the year shortlist yeah. That's how influential he has been to Kilmarnock. When you you talk about Greg Short, I think he when I talked about Graham Shinney as I the kind of Aberdeen's identity, like Alan Power is kind of like Kelly's heart. He yeah. just he just like uh, it kind of everything just kind of beats through him. I think he's a little bit better to watch than maybe you give him credit for. I quite like watching him. I think again he is. Key in Scottish football, similar to Haring, that he picks up on second balls really well. He reads the game really well. He can play those forward passes. He can get the team moving. He's been, I, just, I think he's just been, he's been fantastic. And it says a lot when Kilmarnock fans are like just are waxing lyrical and have him so far above any other player. My number three is Peter Haring. He's the love of your life uh, yeah it's just I love watching him more than any other player in the league I think um, I think the Derby showed a lot of what he's good at I thought he was the best player in the park I know you disagree with me um, but I thought he was outstanding uh, definitely didn't deserve to be in the losing side and but he was <laughs> uh, because not only is he brilliant for Derby matches and in Scottish football in general because of the fact that we've talked about his, his ability to hoover up second balls but the composure he shows on the football as well, and he's passing in the derby. I thought his passing in the derby was outstanding. He barely wasted one, and even when he did, it was because he was actually trying which, something as well. Which is incredible in an Edinburgh derby that someone came away with plus marks for passing. Yes, exactly. Uh, he's just the fact as well. I had him at number four because I had him behind Turnbull because I thought, well, Turnbull's more. Turnbull's a creative player, and it's harder to be a creative player. But then I forgot that Harren's a destructive force in the opposition box. I thought, no, nah, sorry, I'm putting him back up again. And yeah, he's just. They need to get him more. He's, I think I said, when they started doing the kind of contract extension talks, I think you're better and suited to start. I think right away I said, guys need to sign up are Harren and Uchi. Mm-hmm. And Uchi's got a new deal. But I think now, given a wee bit more exposure to Uchi, I'd say Harren's even more important. Yeah. Harren's more important than Uchi? Yes. He's a better player. Oh, he's a better player. It's, a, it's, a, it's something you'd want in your club for a long time. <laughs> it's a difficult one because it's always like, oh, Hearts uh, were uh, rubbish without Naismith or like that. And then Uchi's missing a really good deal with Uchi. And then <laughs> Haring's missing a really good deal with Haring. We just did all three of them. Hearts <laughs> are not that good to get away with not playing it. <laughs> your three best players. Yeah. <laughs> or right, any of your three best players. Right, can we agree that we've got the top two and one in the same? I would imagine so. Number two, Ryan, Ryan Christie. Christie. Yeah. And number one, Calum the Gray, current yeah. holder of the championship belt in Scottish football. Oh, yes. 
that thing. Uh, Remember we done that for the Patreon, me and Rob, I think? Yeah, I've not listened yeah. to that one yet. <laughs> it was a while ago, so I'm not going to listen to that. <laughs> it's Callum McGregor. Uh, although my, my my thing's on Cal McGregor he can be knocked down to two if Celtic fans keep referring to him as Cal Mac I actually don't mind Cal Mac it's dreadful you call First, him Porto yeah that makes sense Cal Mac's his name as well Cal Mac is a fairy company it's also his name his name's Cal McGregor no, not some Mac. shrewd analysis here <laughs> so I'm going to move on <laughs> Ryan Christie Ryan Christie why? Why? <laughs> 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 it's fantastic. Very good. Um, I like that Ryan Christie. <laughs> Sorry, I like that. Oh, it seems like it's getting a bit tense. Joel takes over and then just goes, actually, I can't be done with this. <laughs> Pass it back. I think Ryan Christie, he kind of wondered what his best position was. He was at, he kind of turned up at Inverness. I think to start with, they played him a lot on the wing. He was pretty good there. You'd heard he could play up front. You heard he could play as number 10. Played for number 10 for Aberdeen a lot last season. Played as a number 10 and on the wing for Celtic before him. Wasn't really that good. But I think this season showed that he's actually his best as a number 8. Mm-hmm. Because one of his best attributes, and something you maybe don't associate, maybe don't get the best out of, is a, the most advanced of the midfield three, is somebody who has as much energy and running Work rate's very, work rate's yeah, very good. Work rate. So playing him slightly further back allows him not only to get the head of steam when he's in the attack, which is very useful as well, because he's shown that with some of these runs he made into the box, but also in terms of working out for the team in general and... and Helping his, you win position. His back. vision as well. You, mean, you just have to look at the, his performance for Scotland. It was just uh, in the game he's, at he's, he's, he's just... a, Yeah, he's a modern a modern midfielder that I think I'll, when in terms of player development, Scottish clubs clubs all around Europe kind of Barcelonified their way around like they want all these ball ball playing players. And I think he's he's the type of player that's that's grown up through that, mm. and you can see the way he plays. I fucking hate him. But he's, he's number two. What do you have? Just mind where he does those stupid celebrations. <laughs> okay, fucking hate so that, that that's that's reserved for Miko Lustig. Um, he, he frustrates me. He frustrates me for that. But he's don't get me wrong. I I really really enjoy watching him for Celtic. Really enjoy watching him number, when he's on the pitch. Number one, Callum McGregor. Do you hate McGregor? No, no. He's uh, he's one of the most likable players in, in Scottish football. Yes. So I'm so, so unassuming. Like I, talked about, I just talked about Christie and said, like, Christie, oh. we didn't know his best position now, he's number eight, he's brilliant. Cal McGregor played good. fucking everywhere. And, and he's, he's good. good, yeah. He was a Celtic's best Excellent. player, but he played at left back in the old firm game, for fuck's sake. He's just outstanding whenever he plays. Uh, incredible. Scores goals, creative, uh, gets stuck in. Uh, I need passing, to uh, dribbling with the ball, shooting. He is just, he's just all action, like that's right. the, like, but with, yeah, without being a dick. He, <laughs> like, yeah, he, he does. He literally does everything. I think. Also, I think what's underrated is when he is carrying the ball. He's he's one of those players who, just with his body shape or body movements, throws opposition mm-hmm. off uh, kind of off kilter, off balance. Just like Stephen Whitaker. In yeah, the- <laughs> yeah, but he does he does a lot more smoothly. Than than work he did against Sport and Lisbon, the uh, I think there's still improvements for him in Europe. I think he struggled in games. Uh, yes, especially against uh, Salzburg. But again, this is this is a player's he's continuing to de- develop and grow. And I think this is the first time he's been given responsibility on the European stage. Mm-hmm. Just really like him, yeah. Yeah. Right, I think that'll do this, we're running out of time anyway. So thank you very much for listening, we're going to record the Patreon now, uh, so make sure you head over to that, patreon.com forward slash Terrace Podcast, and yeah, pretty much that's it. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. Bye. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. <laughs> so I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply.